Bow our heads in prayer. Father, it's good to gather in your house today. It's good to hear your word, your gift of faith shared by one of the daughters of our congregation. Speak, Lord, now, and grant that we, your servants, would hear, would read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest the word you give us today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Isabel, I know you're not supposed to get on the spot, but oh well. Stand up a second, okay? You stand out here in the aisle, okay? Now, if I throw this to you, can you catch it? I can try. Okay. Okay, throw it back. All right. What if I throw two? You try? Okay. Oops. That's all right. One other, one, I won't say which one caught them both. The other one didn't catch them. No, I won't catch them. See, you guys, the confirmands are all nicer to me than I am to them. What if I throw three at you? All right. I got another one I'm going to throw in there. Okay. Suppose I throw three of these and one of these at the same time. Which are you going to focus on? The egg, right? You're going to do one of two things. She's either going to jump out of the way or she's going to try and catch it so it doesn't get over that beautiful dress, right? You, okay, she's going to let it drop. Go ahead and sit down. Go ahead and sit down. I'm not going to throw. Don't worry. I did that because this morning I want you to think about the things that you learned in confirmation. I know Richard and Matt and Andy and everybody else that you've had taught you a lot of different things about the Lord's Prayer, the Ten Commandments, the Creed, and so forth. But I want you to think this morning, and all of it's important, but I want you to think about this morning, I want you guys to think about, what's the egg? What's the one thing that no matter what else you remember from confirmation, that this is the most important of all. The one thing that you want to take with you the rest of your life. What really matters? What's really important? And if you think about it, that's what today's gospel reading is about. Right? Jesus is with his disciples. And he asked them a question. He asked them, what are people saying about him? And there's lots of different answers that people give. And here are some of them on the text. He said, some, they answered, some say you're John the Baptist. Others say you're Elijah. Others say you're Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And then Jesus gives them their confirmation exam. Okay, you had one of these with Richard, right, on the phone or Zoom or something like that. He puts the question to them. What about you? Who do you say that I am? Because see, answering that question ultimately is what, what confirmation is all about. That's what... Jesus asking his disciples, he's saying, this is the egg. 
This is what's really important. Do people, do you, know who Jesus is? Because if you get all the other stuff out of confirmation, but you don't know the answer to that question, don't believe in him, all the rest of it doesn't matter. Who is Jesus? Why did he come? Our hope is that the same answer will be on your lips. In fact, it was right up here. You said it. I thought, wow, I shouldn't have to give the sermon. Don't worry, I'm going (laughs) to. But your answer and mine would be the same answer that that Peter gave Jesus. Well, you're the Christ, the Son of God. Of the living God. You're the Christ. In other words, you're you're the Messiah. You're the one God promised. You're the Son of God in flesh and blood. You're the one the Father chose to be our, to be my Savior. See, when you know who Jesus is, Knowing who Jesus is is the greatest gift that God gives. In fact, Jesus, I think he pounced right on Peter's answer. You know, I, I remember one time I had in confirmation that the, the pastor asked us what the Trinity was, and we said all sorts of things. Finally, somebody got it right, and he pounced on it so we'd know that we got it right. Well, I think I think. Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, which means son of Jonah. For flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I love that word, blessed, because it comes from a word that has to do with an eruption of a volcano. And what the word blessed means is that there has been an eruption of of God's goodness in your life. And you know how lava is unstoppable when it comes down out of a volcano. Nothing can get in its way, right? It It just runs over everything. Well, God's goodness that is unleashed in your life and mine by the knowledge of who Jesus is and the faith in what he has done for you and for me is an eruption of unstoppable goodness from God. It is a gift of God. It determines and shapes your life, which is what you said, but it also determines and shapes all of eternity. Listen to the words Jesus said. He said, this is eternal life. That they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So, You said it in your testimony as a gift that was first given you 14 years ago at your baptism. And that's God's confirmation gift to you today. To know who his son is and what he did for you and why he came. I don't know what else you're going to get today. But that's the only one you can take with you forever. It's God's greatest gifts. 
Knowing who Jesus is is also the, the rock-solid foundation of faith. You know, Jesus said to, his, uh, to, to Peter, he said, Upon this rock. Now, a lot of people read that and think he's talking about Peter. No, he's talking about the confession that Peter made. Upon this rock, upon the rock of who Jesus is and what he's done, I will build my church. Now, you know, when they build a building, the very first thing they do, and sometimes it takes longer than anything else, is laying the foundation. They got to get it right. They got to get it square. They got to they make sure the ground beneath it is ready before they even pour anything. It takes a long time because if you get the foundation wrong, the whole building is wrong. Well, the foundation of our faith, the foundation of your faith, my faith, is Jesus. He said it. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Peter and John were coming out and they, they told them not to preach in the name of Jesus in Acts chapter 4. And Peter says, we can't stop. For there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Only in Christ do we meet a God who came down to earth and lived our life. Only in Christ do we find the one who then took that perfect life and offered it up on the cross as the sacrifice for our sins. Only in Jesus Christ do we meet the God who then raised, was raised to life the third day that we might have life. Only in Jesus do we meet the God who has defeated sin, death, and Satan. He's the only Savior. He's the only foundation for faith for you, for all of us. And that's why they've been making you go to Sunday school and come to worship all these years, even when you were bored. Not that anybody here ever gets bored in church. I see you when you fall asleep. <laughs> that's why we have confirmation. That's why the stuff that you guys do in Sunday school and in, and in youth ministry and why we have adult Bible class... That's why we, we do evangelism. That's why we do those ESL classes whenever we're able to get them started again. That's why we invite those ethnic churches from Link to come in. That's why we have the young at heart. That's why you go out and make calls with the evangelism committee. We are called to lay this foundation in people's lives that people would know Jesus and then can build their faith with the Spirit's help on Him. Knowing who Jesus is and what he came to do is the rock-solid foundation of faith. Now, he goes on. He says, third thing, knowing who Jesus is, you can storm the gates of hell. 
You know that's what Jesus says here, right? He says, says, upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. A lot of people hear that and they picture hell attacking us. Gates aren't things that attack. Gates are things that get attacked. And with this gospel, you can go out into the world, and we live in a strange, dangerous world full of temptations, and you don't have to be on the defensive because God has given you the one great offensive weapon there is, his word, the sword of the Spirit, right? The Bible says that word is the power of God unto salvation for all who believe. The Bible says faith comes from hearing the word. That word is your great weapon in your daily life and in your walk with Christ. I love this passage in Revelation 12. I didn't put it up on the screen because I didn't think about it until just now. He's talking about, in Revelation 12, about the war between us and the devil. And Jesus says they overcame him, or John says they overcame him. By the blood of the Lamb, because none of Satan's accusations can ever stand against you because the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you from all unrighteousness, just like you said. So they overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and by their word of testimony, for they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. And you know that's one of the promises you're going to make today, is that I will do all, suffer even death, rather than fall away from this faith. Because the only way Satan wins is if he can keep us silent. But when you and I speak the word of our testimony, when we speak the word of Jesus Christ, he always loses. And so you want to know how to make a difference in the world? You want to know how to make a difference in your church, in your neighborhood, in your friends, at school, at work? Tell them about Jesus. And you'll be storming the gates of hell. And Jesus says they cannot prevail against him. In fact, that good news is the key that he says unlocks the kingdom of heaven. That's why this is the egg. My prayer, Isabel, for you, and my prayer for all of you and for me, is that if anybody ever asks, why are you Christian? We know the answer. Then on that last day when Jesus asks, well, what about you? Who do you say that I am? We can say with Peter, with a smile on our face, you're the Christ. You're the Son of the living God. You are the Savior, my Savior. I love you.
That's what really matters. That's the egg. Amen. Now may the peace of God which pass all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life that is everlasting. Amen.